This is AJ Kirsch, a.k.a. Brosif Joe Brody, the first ever Rock the Promo champion, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast, bro. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with my main roster mate, my the main roster monster, the the intern here at City Wrestling Radio. Gabriel Morningstar. How are you today, sir? Not too bad. How about yourself? I am fabulous. Um, you know, it's uh, Wednesday. And this is Smack It. This is the first Smack It. Smickety Smack. Smack It. Um, our first Smack It we've done in a while. We did the Raw yep. review yesterday because it's a very creative name for a Raw review show. The Raw review. Raw review. Raw review. And um, it sounds like you say Robert Rude if you say it really fast. <laughs> um, and, you know, this is Smack It. And I'm glad to have everyone here because we've got a lot of news to talk about. Yep. About to get into it. Um, talk about SmackDown Live last night. Mm-hmm. Guys, before I get into it, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CW45, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, stay updated with City Wrestling Radio because it's the best way because we post all of our episodes to Facebook and Twitter. Um, let you know that, hey, there's a new episode up there. Go listen. Stop everything you're doing and run over there and listen to our sweet, sweet voices. So soothing voices. yes our soothing sweet like you're sensual. not gonna do anything right before you go to sleep you might as well just listen to us yeah yeah i mean you just p- put the masturbation fingers down or hands down whoa what i'm just saying talking about people's dick beaters i'm saying don't touch yourself listen to the radio station oh, listen to sense. city wrestling radio yeah um anyways yeah also if you want to bypass all of that and just follow us at our home come to our home at soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio also across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications that's the google podcast delivery application the apple podcast delivery application um, not called itunes anymore no um castbox stitcher and all the other little random ones that I didn't even know we were on until I searched <laughs> really? up our name. Yeah, they pick it up sometimes. We got picked up in a bunch of different uh, you know, pod- We're important. Pretty big in the podcasting world. You oh, know, yeah. We're almost at episode 300. So, guys, thank you for everything. Um, guys, like I said, there's – oh, one more thing. Teespring.com. Go search up City Wrestling Radio. Buy a T-shirt. Buy a mug. Buy, buy a pillow. A, a fucking pillow if you want. Pillow for bedtime. Yes, a pillow. Um because it helps really support the show. City Wrestling Radio merch now available. Teespring.com. The link is down below. Guys, I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get into it. Let's talk some news. Because we got a lot of news to talk about today. Holy shit. Uh, we talked about a little bit about this yesterday, mm-hmm. um, I guess. But now, the Tallahassee Police Department have recovered the $30,000 All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship this morning. Good job, guys. Uh, so a round of applause to them. Thank you, Tallahassee Police Department. Um, now we can call everybody off of the case from City Wrestling Radio. Yep. Um, I know you had your bags he, packed to go to Tallahassee. You were ready. ready. Uh, he, you yeah, are wearing your as, shorts right now and as a tank top. As soon as he said... That, it's not even hot in San Francisco. No. But you were ready. I am ready. As soon as he said they want the most elite you know, detectives and private investigators and whatnot working on the case, I was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. No, it's definitely... Um, I'm, I'm glad it was found. So what happened was, uh, so we all know the story uh, about how it was lost. You, you heard about this, right? So that it was uh, Chris Jericho. He got picked up at the airport, mm-hmm. um, took the wrong, grabbed the wrong bag. Um, and then um, when the 
I guess he had his championship in hand. He put it back in the bag. In the bag, yeah. yeah. And then somehow the limo driver went back and switched the bags, and it got lost. So. No, so he put I, it. He put it in. It was in his own bag. Right, but I was a little confused because I thought it happened like at the restaurant. No, no. Because no. since the restaurant um, released the statement saying something along the lines of like, you know, we take, uh, you know, theft in on our property or something like that. Well, it might, it may, because it said it happened on outside a Longhorn yeah. Steakhouse. I did like Cody Rhodes. He's like actually I'm more of a Cracker Barrel guy. All that, all that sponsorship from Cracker Barrel and look, yep. uh, Longhorn Steakhouse gets a free uh, publicity. No, and yeah, so what happened was is um, I guess the it was either the championship was in Chris Jericho's original bag, and the driver went back to get it when he brought Jericho's bag back to the restaurant. Sans title belt, right. no title belt in the in the suitcase. Um, obviously, Chris Jericho was. Um, uh, unhappy about this, and apparently he was a little intoxicated off the bubbly. Sorry, I had to say it. Yeah. And uh, well, he was intoxicated. Yeah, that's that's in the police report. Yeah, drunk Jericho. Um, yes, drunk Jericho. The bubbly. And um, so then the next day, I guess it was somebody brought the AEW and turned it into the police. It was found along the side of a road. Uh huh. Um, and no arrests have been made. Right. Um. But it's back. I wonder if it's damaged in any way. You know, I I don't think so. Like there was, I know, I know. I wonder if like somebody just chucked it out of the car window. Like if there is, it's probably a very minor. Yeah. uh, Because the I we I did see a picture of it. I don't know if you saw the same picture. Um, You know, it was where they were holding that. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly. I guess he does uh, police work part time. Right. The guy comes out holding the AEW title, kind of doing the guitar riff thing. Yeah. I'm like, dude. I was a little like. Dude, that's like somebody's fucking property. Like, I don't know. Like, if I got my PlayStation stolen and he was like, oh, look what I found. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, he wasn't like rubbing his dick on it or nothing. That's true. You're right. You know, like. I, there was just a little part of me that was kind of like. It should be treated with respect. No, not even a, no, not like, even about the belt. It was just somebody's property. No, that no, no, felt no, like no he was That's just, what I'm saying. It's like, your property should be treated with respect. Yeah, yeah. Not like, it's just yeah. because it's the title belt. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It's a piece of metal. But it's a $30,000 piece of metal. Right, with leather. With leather. Authentic. And it's beautiful. It is It is a gorgeous belt. It's a gorgeous belt. Gorgeous. But gorgeous. It's beautiful. So now Jericho can call off everybody uh, assigned to the case because it's back in the hands of Chris Jericho. A lot of people are talking about this being a work. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was probably a shoot that turned into a work, definitely. So what do you think happened? Like, what what, what, what happened I mean, I think that's, it, what, that's what we're trying to I figure out. I think legit got, like, lost, and then they were like, fuck, what do we do? And because okay, let's let's it think about turned into a work essentially. Because uh, I mean, why else would they actually fill out like a police report, an actual police That's report? That's the only thing that throws me off of this is if there was no official police report, yeah. that was a statement made to the public, right? Because I was like, no, but I saw pictures can, of it. Cops can lie in interrogation, whatever they can force you in a confession. That's, that's nothing, but right. they can't lie in like official police reports like that. You know what I mean? I mean, they have, but you're right, but it would seem super corrupt. <laughs> it's a very corrupt thing to do, especially over a tighter belt. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like if they're yeah. all like, like, well, we're all just big, uh, AEW. We, we like what Cody's doing. And they don't fucking talk like, that. I don't know. Maybe one guy in Tallahassee PD talks like that. Maybe, Maybe. just that one guy. Um, but yeah, so, um, I don't think it was a work. I think it was something legit. Somebody yeah, figured it, out, like they found it. 
and was like, holy crap, holy crap. They said, the title belt, this looks cool. And then once they found out it was $30,000 and they also found out that this is grand larceny. Right. Like this is a federal crime at this point, yeah, like, pretty exactly. much, you know, not, it's not a federal crime, but it's no, like, no, no, uh, no, it's a felony, a felony. That's what it is. I'm sorry. A federal crime. No, federal. Well, I mean, federal. That is like, no. you're stealing from Chris Jericho. That's pretty, yeah. It's pretty big. He is a national treasure. He is a national treasure. That's America's. I don't know. Goat? I was, I was going to say America's ass, but no, not no. really. America's aging dad. Goat. That's America's aging dad. I feel like goat. Anyways, go, sure, he's a goat. He's a goat. He's the greatest of all time. He is. I mean, that's to be debated. Let's talk about it on a different show. But at least when like scarf fashion goes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's America's scarf. There we go. There you go. That's like his old gimmick, though. Um, yeah. Like I said. Okay. So Tallahassee police reporter uh, Jeff Burlow tweeted this morning that the they confirmed the retrieval of the belt. Someone turned it into the headquarters after finding it along the side of the road. Burlow then said no arrests were made, uh, but anyone with details. So if you have details, please contact the Tallahassee Police Department. Chris Jericho. Um, Oh, it just says Chris Jericho is one. Da, 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 da. Both the police department and the AEW post on social media Wednesday morning. The belt was recovered. Uh, the lost belt uh, set off a series of humorous tweets. Oh, yeah. Everybody. It was last night. Just like, I have the title. I have the title. You know, Grim, you know, from Grim's toy show was like, yeah. I have the he, he was like, I have the title. But he never showed the title. Cause I'm like, you don't fucking title. Right. Um, there's a lot of pictures. People with replica titles like, you yeah, know, sorry, man. I still But. Like I said, somebody, I, in my opinion, somebody figured out they had stolen $30,000 mm-hmm. and were like, fuck this. Or like they were like, fuck this and threw it on the side of the road or were like, fuck this. I'm going to say I found it. Yeah. And, you know, I think at that point it is what it is. Right. I'm sure they're just happy to have it. Because I'm sure there's something Chris Jericho probably could have done a little bit better to not have gotten it stolen. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, it, to me, it's like. Oh, man. It just screams a little like, dude, come on. Does that mean that we've already covered two new stories as far as missing titles go? What do you mean? The APW one? Yes. Here at City Wrestling Radio, we we, we just cover title losses. Yep. So... Let's uh, let's continue a little bit more. Uh, let's get some more news, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got else in the news? We got John Moxley and Kenny Omega set for AEW Full Gear. Um, that's their uh, new pay per view. It's going to happen on um, November 9th, Saturday, November 9th at the Royal Farms Arena. And doesn't say right here, but wherever the Royal Farms Arena sounds like fun. Sounds I like a I think it's Baltimore. I think it is farm like place. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley has been announced today. Um, I believe on there. Yeah. Baltimore arena in Maryland. So, so finally we get to see, it's not going to be on AEW TV. Like we all thought really, it should be on AEW TV. In my opinion, I think this should be the main event of the first show. That'd be great. But it seems like they're going to build up to full gear. Pay-per-views are so badly named. (laughs) I was just thinking that like who sits there and is just like, like we can blame WWE for like great balls of fire. And that's, that's like, that's really bad. Um, but like, you know, like, uh, fast lane. Yeah. Full gear and fast lane. I feel like are the same name. Some, for some reason, full throttle or I don't know, some shit, you know, no mercy. Right. Yeah. So all out was fine. All in. I don't know. Double or nothing. That was cool. I'm just looking at things around here yeah. in the studio, just like, what name can I come up with? And I'm just like, 
sausage making. And I was like, no, no, maybe not. <laughs> the sausage fest. Um, let's also continue. Uh, let's get into some WWE news. Because uh, that's what we're here to talk about. A little WWE mm-hmm. and a little uh, w- SmackDown Live. Um, because we do have uh, SmackDown Live. As you know, WWE and SmackDown is moving to Fox in early October. But another WWE draft will be taking place in about five weeks from today. As noted in a recent uh, Wrestling Observer uh, by Dave Meltzer, also uh, some roster changes with the SmackDown move to Fox and the company uh, wanting to go back to a talent exclusively on each brand. WWE has uh, tentative, uh, decidedly, or tentatively decided on dates for the two new draft shows. The draft will start on SmackDown episode on on Friday, October 11th. So that looks like when the draft will start. Nice. And um, the Raw draft will then take place on Monday, October 14th in Denver. So no more wild card, huh? Well, you know, my opinion is, is that, you know, the wild card rule is like me and my wild. diet. You know, wild. it went really hard at first. But then all of a sudden you're like, this is a wild card rule and this is a wild card rule and, <laughs> and this. And all of a sudden you're like, how's that wild card rule doing? And you're like, I don't even want to talk about it. It's just wild. It's just it's it's too yeah. much of a wild card rule for me. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you, ah, I feel motivated. You know what? I'm going to get it on track. The wild card rule is back on because they started saying it a couple weeks ago. Right. And again, going back into the wild card rule. So... It's interesting to see. I think it's we'll going to the future holds. For I think it. it's going to take place. It's going to be reinitiated, but it's going to be super official. It's going to be something like they have to like do to like announce it and build it up a little. Yeah, bit. not more. Not this. Somebody just shows up because yeah. you know you're going to be essentially um, representing a raw show on SmackDown, which is fine if you think about it. But then if you think about it in this aspect, mm. is that. One's owned by USA or one's on the USA network, which right. is owned by NBC Universal. The other one's owned by Fox, mm-hmm. which is or being shown on Fox, which is owned by News Corp. So those are two rival companies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure the Illuminati owns them both, but Exactly. You know, it's how can you go on and say, Hey, watch SmackDown on Fridays on Fox on USA? You know what I mean? Yeah. With all that. Yeah, say, with, this yeah, guy's from featuring. Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Right. You guys want to watch that? Not this. Whatever else is crappy on, you know, on Friday nights. Makes so sense. I think that's what it's going to be. Um, uh, let's see. It's Oh, this is going to take place on the 20th anniversary uh, celebration show. Uh, oh, no. Sorry. Uh, Smackdown debuts on October 4th, and that's their 20th anniversary show. That's a week after we go. So we get one day, one week removed from their 20th anniversary. Wow. Happy, happy 19 year, 51 week anniversary. <laughs> I should make that sign. Happy 19 year, 51 week anniversary, SmackDown Live. Oh my God. I'm going to do it. Anyways. And then uh, also a little bit of news from uh, our good friends over at 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lince Dorado has been added to the Cruiserweight title match at Clash of Champions. Yay. I'm assuming this is a way for Humberto Carrillo to lose and not get pinned. Probably. You know what I mean? They're going to go in here. Drew Gulex will probably go in and, and either make Lince Dorado submit or pin him for the win to retain his Cruiserweight title. Um, I think Humberto Carrillo is somebody they want to push to the sky. Um, and But I don't think they want to put the title on him right away. It's just, you that's how I feel about him. Yeah. And Lince Dorado, he's a jobber. It's Lince Dorado. Yeah, he is a golden cat. He's a golden cat, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's 
we're going to see what happens with that. Um, I know we'll be watching it live, Clash of Champions, probably um, at your house or my house. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. So we'll find out. But whatever, wherever we're going to watch it, I'm going to be live tweeting. So stay with us at CWR4 and 5 on Twitter. Let's continue to uh, SmackDown Live last night, shall we? Let's do it. I think this took place in Norfolk, Virginia. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, we kicked it off with a... First off, there was like a Bailey video package to recap everything. There was. With Bailey turning. So... How do you think they're going to make her heal? Uh, it's it's going to be this, like, I'm not heal, but I'm heal. Are they, like, she's going to come on the mic every week and be like, I'm doing this for the kids. I want to be a role model, but then start beating up on, you know, Natty with a chair. Start beating up on someone like, else with a chair. I don't know. Are they going to, like, paint angry eyebrows on the wacky inflatable tube men? Or, or just, like, make them. Or, like, have little fangs. <laughs> or, or just make them don't even move. They're just, like, statues, and they have their arms crossed. They just look super, like, stoic. Like, and you're just... not stopping her now. She celebrates on the floor. She'll stop on your face. <laughs> you know, so maybe something like that. I don't have know. Have Rowan do her song? Yeah, there we go. Have there Rowan go. do her song. He he might need something to do in about three weeks. From three <laughs> he weeks might. He definitely will probably need something to do in about three weeks' time. Yep. Um, but we kicked it off with a Bailey in-ring promo. Yeah, uh, but it was all cheers and then it was all booze. Yeah, Bailey comes really out confusing. with confusing. It was a mixed reaction yeah. from the crowd, but I thought mostly cheers. Bailey asks, What didn't you see coming? Me standing with my best friend? I mean I feel like this is one of those like teach your child a lesson. If your best friend jumps off a bridge, will you go with them? You know, kind of thing. Well, I mean, if my best friend's jumping I mean I, I hold if you were jumping off a bridge, I mean there's probably a good reason why you're jumping off a bridge. Right, but you wouldn't jump. Like, well, what if my life depended on it? What if I was for sure going to die on the bridge, but and we were alone on the bridge, so nobody else is jumping? I'm just finding ways to no be right. Just no. Um, but uh, she comes out and she's kind of like, yeah, whatever. You didn't think I was going to turn my, you thought I was going to turn my back on Sasha? I'm not. She's my friend. Bailey says she's just being loyal to Sasha when she attacked Becky. So. I at this point I thought Bailey was still a face. That's why I said my nose. I said, "Oh, Bailey's still a face." Bailey calls out Charlotte, and she calls her the most selfish person on the planet. Out comes Charlotte. Um, Charlotte says she's the queen of selfishness, and out comes Sasha. Charlotte uh, then attacks Bailey. Uh, Sasha comes in to help. Bailey then grabs a chair, proceeds to beat down on Charlotte, while Sasha and ba- Bailey trading off chair shots on Charlotte Flair. Right. So it's interesting to see how we're going to have a heel versus heel match. Yeah. At um, Clash of Champions. And it's just think, a state of mind. I'm surprised they don't add Ember Moon to this match. Uh, hit her with a chair. No, don't hit her with a chair. <laughs> She'll hit you with a chair. Um, no, but it's um, it just doesn't seem right. Like, who is who are the fans going to really root for in this match? Like Charlotte? No, I don't know. Like Bailey? No, I mean, I will. But that's just because, you know, hometown just, love. Yeah. Um, well, Bay Area love. And, you know, it just it doesn't make sense to me if they put Ember in it. At least that's someone the fans can get behind and would make sense. And then you'd have her lose the title to Ember Moon and then have Sasha and Bailey both non-champions and then competing for the tag titles again. Mm. Because they were wearing the Boston Hug Connection stuff last night, if you didn't notice. No, I didn't notice that. Yep, they were wearing the Boston Hug Connection um, gear. So then we have um, Elias versus Ali um, in a King of the Ring uh, quarterfinal match. Yep. And 
Wow, we got some uh, bracket busters here oh, yeah, tonight. I am. I'm mad. Yeah, I had yeah. a, I had a no hitter going on. I, I'm mad. I had a no hitter going on, and uh, but Elias touched the crown, which well, um, everyone's touched know? the crown doesn't win in the long run. In the long run, they don't win. But who hasn't touched the crown? But Eli- Ricochet, Elias? Gable. No, Ricochet and Gable. no, Gable touched it. Gable did not touch the crown. I thought he touched it. No, he did not touch the crown. Oh, no, that's right. He didn't touch the crown. That's right. He, he goes up and he that's like right. looks at it when he walks yeah, yeah. by. But he's yeah. like, I'm going to do this. Crawl the he little. didn't touch the crown. But, but we'll he, talk about it when we get yeah, there. Yeah. Um, Ali versus Elias. Ali running circles around Elias. The story of this match is the agility of Ali versus the strength of Elias. Sit down yep. power bomb to Ali, followed by a kick out. Ali pushed off the top turnbuckle by Elias. Elias uh, looking for a double axe handle, but receives a super kick for his troubles. Ali misses an 054 splash. Then Elias focuses on the left leg of Ali. We get a drift away, a pin, and the win. Um, so Elias moves on to the semifinals yeah. and faces the winner of Chad Gable and Andrade. It was a pretty good match, I'd say. Ali yeah. versus Elias, it was decent. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely, like, I did like the, you know, Elias just being like, you know what, I'm just going to run your head into the side barricade. Yeah, wait, are you, th- Yeah. did that happen in this match, or did that happen yeah. in the Baron Corbin? No, 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 Because that no, no, exact no. thing happened in the Baron Corbin-Cedric Alexander yeah, match. Yeah, no, I saw that, too, yeah. Was it the exact same spot? Almost, yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't even see but that. But then Elias picked up Ali and then threw him over into the crowd. I don't know if you saw that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Elias moves on to the semifinals. I'm surprised I had Ali going to the semifinals, but hey, my bracket's right? officially busted. Good. After this, we have Kayla with some. Why would you? Never mind. You're a negative person. Uh, negative Nancy Drew. Uh, then we have Kayla backstage with Samoa Joe. Hmm. I wonder why hmm. Samoa Joe's on SmackDown hmm. Live. Because he is King Joe, and Joe no. is. Joe. It's not King Joe, but... But that's what he refers to. They're definitely setting up something for him in the finals. Oh, yeah. That's what it seems like to me. For sure. Um, Because he's out, you know, scouting talent, being like, I got to show people who's boss. Yeah, you know, he says uh, what happened on Raw was just a minor inconvenience. Because he's going to get a triple threat uh, semifinals match. Yep. And everyone can call him King Joe. And then we have Aleister Black, who... um, Okay, so let's... Vampire Black? No, no, let's recap what we've been doing with Aleister Black since he's been come to the main roster. So at first he was in a tag team with Ricochet, and that was yep. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Then we were like, okay, we're going to separate the two. Ricochet, you go to Raw. Aleister Black, you go to SmackDown. That makes sense. Okay. All of yeah. a sudden, week by week, Aleister Black starts cutting these promos backstage. The first week, he was just a floating head. Yep. Um, you know, somebody come and fight me. Somebody come and fight me. Who's going to knock on my door? Who's going to knock on my door? Well, yeah. And then we had someone knock on his door. Right. Cesaro. Yep. They had a match. They did. Alistair Black won. And then, mm-hmm. then. Alistair Black was like, who's going to knock on my door? You're like, motherfucker, somebody just knocked on your door. What else? Are you just going right? to sit there and wait for everybody to knock on your door? <laughs> Be knocking like, on you your door? You're, you revolve around everybody else's? Like, dude. Like, so... Well, like this whole he, thing was for nothing. Like, because never, he can't go to anybody's house because he's a vampire. They need to invite him in, and he's not going to be right, asked to sh- be invited. Vince, Vince, be quiet, Vince. All right, that is some Vince thinking right there. Yeah, he's a vampire. You're so. a vampire. That's why the, it makes a creak when you 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 lean upwards. It's it's your coffin, your sarcophagus. Exactly, and so like you know, he can't go into anybody's house, so they have to come to his house unless they invite him in, and he's not going to be like invite me in. You know, where do you get your vampire rules from? 
Vampires go in your house? No, dude. You they gotta you they gotta be invited. Come on, dude. This is basic vampire lore. Nah, bud. Yeah, you probably it's like you don't. You don't you, either you're watching no. Shadows of a Vampire or, or Twilight. Negative. I negative. Think so. I think negative. No, you have no idea about vampires. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to tell me where you get. Oh, your oh, vote. okay. You want to know? Yeah, you I'm asking. Know? I'm All asking right. you. A vampire in Brooklyn. Blade. <laughs> Blade two. Blade two. Blade and three. Blade Trinity. Ah, yeah. see, there is no Blade three. It's called Blade Trinity. Bitch. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move on. Uh, we have Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. Fire and desire. Um, I mean, I love Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I do too, but I'm just <sighs> what? I'm tired of Sonya's handkerchief. I feel like why? I feel like it's like a vegan thing. Like you just not just stop. Okay, we get it. That's a really weird thing to say. You know what I mean? Like, they just can't stop telling people that they're a vegan. Yeah, but she's representing the LGBT community, which is really underrepresented, underrepresented yeah, on WWE. Do you need, like, a constant, like, people yes. know? Yes, we do. Because because uh, straight sexuality is shoved down our throats on WWE. Yeah, you go ahead and roll your eyes. It's fine. But you wanted to bring it here. And that's what I'm going to take it to at this point. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just like, all right, get it. But, okay. Oh, no, real talk. Cool. Real talk. Yeah, no, real talk. Like, me- it's... All right, we get it. That's cool. Okay. That's it. Okay. I'm just... So? I'm just tired I, of being like, okay, okay, get it. Cool. Okay, we get it. So what it is is that I think there's a lot of things in WWE, and there's a lot of flaunting of sexuality. There's a lot of people, you know, there's been couples in WWE. When has there ever been a person in WWE that's been like, I'm a gay character, but this has nothing to do with my character. I'm just gay, and that's fucking it, and I'm a good fighter. I mean, there, there hasn't at all. So why Definitely. can't there be? No, I'm not saying that there can't be. I mean, it's just, you know, it's there and that's it. It doesn't have to be. I love I tell it. You, like, I love it. I think. Like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. It's cool. And as a bisexual man, I love but, it. But what? As a bisexual man, I love it. Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. I think it's great that she's representing who she is as a person and really being a beacon of hope. But it, it just, I feel like it's very pandering in a way. It's just pandering and I feel like they can do a better job of representing it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's... You know? Yeah. As opposed to, like, you know, having her, like, almost halfway kiss Mandy. Well, I think that stuff. Or, was, like, was, yeah, was, like, that's just, like... <sighs> well, that stuff. That was, you know, I think... And I think... I think... I don't... I have no idea. But if I were to guess, it seems like either one of them nipped that in the bud. Yeah. And was like, I feel uncomfortable doing this. Yeah, yeah. And no, I could see that, Sonya being the one to say, yeah, I'm like, uncomfortable doing this. I don't want to make Mandy feel weird. She's my friend. Right. You know, I have to travel with her and you want me to kiss her on stage? Like, you know, I think they tried to push something and somebody was like, no. Yeah. Don't push that. That so, makes sense. Because, I mean, why the fuck would they want to try to make anybody feel uncomfortable? You know? So then I want to start seeing video packages of fucking just like Mandy or like Sonia, like riding her, her motorcycle around town with her leather chaps. Why? Because and like like why are you her, stereotyping uh, everything her, and categorizing? Uh, what I'm saying for Dykes on Bikes uh, yeah, for the Gay Pride weekend. They don't need to do that. But they it's, do. They do do that. Have you ever been on 16th Street? I know. I know. I know that they do that. I'm just saying that they don't need to do that. Like so, yeah, in you, general, you, you like, don't want gay stuff. No, no, no. I just I don't. It, wrestling doesn't need to be sexualized. Is what I'm saying. Well, that started a fucking long time ago, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, I know that in the 90s. I, I no, I know that. <laughs> 
you know yeah exactly hla yeah um you know yeah fucking yeah no no that's that's always May been Young's there. And it, white but, hands yeah, and it just sucks that that's like you know where the where the women's wrestling really started which kind of sucks but yeah yeah i mean look at look at darren young he he is uh you know he's a representation of he's a gay wrestler yeah and he wrestles and you know his his championship belt has a, a rainbow on it that's so, good. So, I mean, uh, but it, it, just, it seems different, though. I know what you mean, though. Like, it, it's one of those things. Like, like, it's just very pandery, and I just wish that there was just another way to represent Oh, WWE. It. I will agree with you on this, is that WWE will take advantage of that any second they can. Yeah, exactly. I will agree with you on that. You know, anytime that they let, you know, are able to take advantage of that situation and make money off of Sonya Deville being someone of LGBT. Yeah. Yeah. But I think just the, I feel like, the rainbow. I feel like they're always like. is fine. Oh, we're taking a group picture. Where's 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 Sonia? Where where you know she needs to be right here. Make sure that her you know handkerchief is showing. Yeah, that's something. that's the it's same like, thing with like the women's division. Like, yeah. oh, we're taking a picture. Let's bring some of the women's division in here. Uh, you know, the women's revolution. You know, yeah. fucking. It's just that's uh, lame. Yeah, WWE. Well, that's just WWE making money at any chance they get because they're greedy. I knew, but it's just lame. <sighs> but anyway, anyways, let's continue on. Uh, let's see this match. We've talked about a match still. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, Mandy and uh, Nikki Cross start the match. Uh, Bliss hits a DDT to Sonya, uh, but takes her time getting back to the top rope. Mandy then takes Nikki to the outside. Alexa goes for a twisted Bliss, but Sonya uh, gets her knees up. Sonya then takes Mandy in. We have a high-low V trigger to Alexa by Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and Mandy gets the pin and the win on Alexa Bliss. So it seems like this is going to be the tag match. At um, Clash of Champions, I like that finish. Now, I it was it was nice. I love Mandy Rose's V trigger. Yeah, uh, I mean the knee to the face. Yep, knee to the um, face. I think, unfortunately, though, mm. I want the titles like my heart. I don't want to see the titles on Nikki Cross and Alexa anymore. I just don't. No, they're very lackluster, and I don't know. Um, like, but I also think it's not time to change the titles so quickly. Yeah, like I think it's just I, they just won these titles like the last pay per view. That's right. It was last pay-per-view. So it's like SummerSlam. So it's like they can't just lose at the next one because then it's like what's to say Mandy and Sonya aren't going to lose at the next one? And it's just you're hot potatoing these titles. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. And we all know Vince doesn't care about the titles. He made he said no. there doesn't need to be a women's tag division. I think if it was right. up to him, he would have one women's champion. But, you yeah. know, argh, all these progressives. Why? Why pay two people? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we have Chad Gable backstage, and he's just stretching. And all of a sudden, yep, uh, Samoa Joe walks up. And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, little kid. I'm <laughs> like, hey, midget." Or he was just like, you know, I was just like, you know, he was like, you know, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm. He's like. Chad Gable, so yeah. funny right here. Right. He's like, Joe, I just need to get ready for my King of the Ring match. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You're in a King of the Ring match. Well, I'm sorry. When people are looking at you, they're going to be like, hey, look. Look at that big-ass baby on the throne. <laughs> look at that big-ass baby. I was like, damn, Joe. And then he started – like, that was real Joe right there. It was really like, was. Like, damn, Joe. That was fucking funny as shit. It was. And then I, love, I loved him when he walked away. And he was like – Good luck, Bilbo. This is your uh, this is your King of the like, Ring finals match I, right here. I love Joe. I absolutely love Joe. He's not winning the King of the Ring. No, I know that. Gable and, is. Yeah. Unfortunately, King. Is. It, it just it doesn't fit anybody else. It just. I wanted King Joe. And I also, you still I also, might get King Joe. I mean, it's possible. But, I mean, I really wanted King and Dragon. Hey, listen, buds. But you know, can't always get what you want. Don't ever put money on anything WWE does further out than. Two weeks, <laughs> right? You know, or a week. 
Uh, then we have Randy Orton cut an in-ring promo. Uh, he calls out Kofi. Kofi's music kick. But I don't know. Rival yeah, come out and beat suck, up. Blah blah blah. Um, they know. all beat up on Kofi Kingston. Where are his friends? Where Play is Xavier Kofi. and Biggie? Well, I think Xavier's I know. Still dressing up like the Iconics. Yep, yeah, exactly. Why was he dressed like the Iconics? Do you um, know? It was at some sort of con. I can't remember what. Yeah. Which one. But you know, Xavier Woods is out. You know, looking yeah. at video games and toys and probably board games. Um, but yeah. yeah. So you know, no, he was clearly way too busy dressing up as one of the iconics. I guess so. And with his replica women's tag team belt with his friend, right. whoever that was, I don't know who the I other guy was. I was like, who's not Biggie? Like, yeah, I was like, that guy's too small to be Biggie. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's too big to be Kofi. Yep. I've never seen this guy before. And then we move on to uh, I just I hate this fucking Randy Orton Kofi Kingston promo. Right. Let's fucking it take was, the title off Kofi. Just, Give it to Randy. It's just give the title boring. to Randy. Honestly, I just feel like this is just so boring. I hate this Randy. Kofi, you're stupid. You're you stupid. know Randy's. He looks like he's getting old. You're stupid. I've noticed this last oh, yeah, night. He, is. he looks like he's starting to get hot dog skin. Oh yeah, and that's oh, like 100%. any any like I feel like wrestler when you hit like late thirties, right? Early forties. That tan of a hot dog, especially when you start like working out, like like lifting weights a lot. Yeah. Uh, like Jericho's kind of got it. Uh, Hogan was the one to originally have it. Have that. Yeah, um, Macho Man had it for sure. Uh, Hero Yoshi Tenzon has it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that just have it. Naito's definitely starting to get it. Naito, Naito, Tetsuya Naito. Um, he is, he's definitely yeah, starting he's to get starting it. to get it yeah. a little bit. If he started to beef up he's a little bit to, more too, yeah. he would definitely get it. Um, so we have Andrade versus Gable after this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good match. I didn't think it was great because I thought it didn't kick into third gear until like the last minute. Andrade touched the crown. He does in the his se- downfall. The second I saw him touch the crown, I said, Okay. Well, my bracket's fucking over. Yep. So the second I saw Gable come out in the Cure for Connor shirt, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what? You don't lose if you're wearing a Cure for Connor shirt. Y- you really don't. So, um, they have a match. It's really yep. good. Andrade touches the crown when he comes down. Zelina grabs the mic before the match and says she really believes Gable would win the King of the Ring if Andrade wasn't involved. Yeah. And she's like, hey, shorty, shorty yeah. over there. And he's like, what, what are you? Stop it's calling me short. Sure. And she's like, I'm short too, so it's cool. I can say it. <laughs> he's like, no. No. Anyways, um, then we have uh, the end of the match at a moonsault to Andrade, followed by a kickout. A rollover German with a bridge as Lena distracts the ref. And then a roll up to um, Andrade, and Gable gets the pin and the win. Yep. He moves on to face Elias next week to go towards the finals at Clash of Champions. Fuck Chad. Why? Bracket breaker. Why? Usually you're just mad because you're in love with Andrade. I am. And then we have uh, Alistair Black. Um, he is a very sexy man. Uh, Alistair Black coming out to apparently issue an open challenge. But then when we come back from break, he's just in a match with Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> okay. Makes sense to me, even though it's still playing like it's playing mm-hmm. Alistair Black's music. He comes out. They go to break. It's still playing Alistair's music. And they're like, yeah, Shelton came out during break. When they're still playing his music, and I know oh, how it shit. works. I know how it works. In the head. All right, it's over. You, yeah, and that's pretty much how the match went. They went a little bit back and forth, but uh, it was a black mask to uh, Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, then we have the twenty four seven Drake uh, segment. He's walking backstage with his wife in the boiler room. They're trying to get out of there. Um, you know, I, he's like, "We got to get out of here," but she's like, "Dude, we're in a fucking boiler room. We can't go any further." Do you think that they missed out? 
on a, you know, like a steakhouse bit that they could have done. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. Hold on. Um, because there was a segment that Corey Graves kind of called him out. I don't know if you heard yeah. that. No. Okay. We'll get there. Um, so in the end, Bo Dallas gets a pin on Drake Maverick and, uh, Drake gets the pin in the win. So we have, for a short time, Bo Dallas was 24 seven champion. Yep. Then we have a squash match in Nakamura versus Andrew Howard. And Sami Zayn is on the mic the entire time. He was kind of obnoxious, Ex- honestly. Kind of. This oh, was very. exactly like I was waiting for him to be like Lashley, 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 because it was exactly like Leo Rush did a few months ago, right? With Bobby Lashley, you know, I'm sure Vince is in Sami Zayn's ear. You know, 100% feeding him lines. Yeah. Oh, look at that kick. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's so great. Oh, my God. And I'm like, he barely fucking touched him. Right. Calm down, Sammy. Um, so it was a squash match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura wins. Uh, then after the match, we have the 24-7 title in the ring. Drake recaptures the 24-7 title. Then he's uh, he's walking up the ramp, and Corey Graves goes... Oh, he recaptured the title. Hopefully, he'll hop in a limo and go to a, uh, what do you say, a chain restaurant. <laughs> and he, Corey Graves, the next day swears, he says, wow. he says, I, that was nothing to do with Chris Jericho. And I'm like, sure. It yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. It does. Bullshit. But I like, I like, I like what she had to say. It was funny. Right. Um, so then, um, yeah, so he's walking up the ramp, and all of a sudden he poses. All of a sudden, Truth appears in the King of the yeah. Ring robe. So he's definitely not going to win the King of the Ring. Shade. I don't. I didn't even. Yeah, see our you truth. know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? It was the King of the Ring um, robe. Yeah, and then a lampshade head. I'm yep. like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, I wonder how many fans were like. What the hell is that? <laughs> like, what is going on? Right? Oh, there's they a match. clearly see somebody like moving around. Like, exactly. Oh, I'm sure. Like, was, I'm sure he was like picking his nose or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure they, fucking, yeah. they don't really care that much. Um, then we go to our main event segment of the night. Um, let's see. We uh, this is Daniel Bryan and uh, Roman Reigns. This is face to face. Daniel Bryan demanding a, an apology after being speared last week. Yep. By uh, Roman Reigns after the whole Rowan incident. You know. He hates liars. He does. Like big time hates and, liars. And that's the one thing I'm really I really like about Daniel Bryan's heel character is the fact that he was he was a heel, but he never lied to you. And well, it was that's very the thing, true. That as a character, like I feel like keeping integrity is something that's like that's really you know, that's, that's really hard to do for a lot of people because they tend to break it. But I like this idea of him still keeping his integrity like this. These are my beliefs and this is what's up. Yeah. You know, but I'm still me. Uh, Brian says he knows that how it looks and uh, no one could say that Daniel Bryan is a liar. Daniel is demanding an apology from Roman Reigns, not just for spearing him last week, but for also calling him a liar. Yep. Uh, out comes Roman Reigns and Rowan follows, beating down on Roman Reigns. Brian then tries to stop Rowan, but then Rowan pushes Brian aside. And at this point, I was kind of like, okay, he just kind of pushed him a little bit, you know, like. Yeah. You know, he could still, because there is the matter of those videos. Remember the fork, remember you yep. know, somebody had to have been driving that forklift. Yeah. And if it's Luke Harper, that's fucking great. Oh my God. Like if they just put him back together and that's where this leads. And I think it is. That'd be wonderful. But where do they go? They're the bludgeon brothers again, but when fucking t-shirts and jeans, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, Band shirts. Out, yeah, exactly. Um, Brian then, um, or Rowan then admits that it was him that tried to take out uh, Roman Reigns, said it felt so good to take him, try to take him out, and says that Brian is worse than all of these people. 
Uh, Rowan then challenges Brian to slap him in the face again if he really wants to say something. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan's sitting outside the ring like, what are you talking about? We're friends. Big Red was big We're mad. We're friends. And uh, Rowan then throws Rowan outside and uh, hits him with the steel stairs. Brian then gets in Rowan's face and asks him, what are you doing? I thought I was your friend. Brian slaps the shit out of Rowan, and we have an iron claw choke slam to row or to Daniel Bryan by Rowan yep. to end the show. Nobody tells him what to do. Is this a face turn for Daniel Nobody. Bryan? I feel like maybe he was listening to a lot of Rage Against the Machine. And he was just like, "Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me." He was like, you know, no matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Yeah, you know, you know. He's like, "This is the Renegades in Simon Age." Um, exactly. You're like, why did you pick that song? Um, yeah, so is Daniel Bryan face now? That's what we, that's the question we need to ask. Uh, or is he going to come out in a couple weeks and say, I was the one helping him. It's fine. I don't know. You know, it's, it just, it doesn't pull a mask off and then it shows like a Rowan mask and then he pulls like, his mask off again. <laughs> it's like sting with the sting mask. Yeah. You know, I, if this is a way to get Daniel Bryan face again, cool. I like whatever character Daniel Bryan has, but I really liked him as a heel and I don't want to see, I yep. like Daniel Bryan and Rowan. It was a good pairing. Do you, you know, like new Daniel Bryan or slightly used Daniel Bryan? I love slightly used Daniel Bryan. That's what I'm saying. I liked heel Daniel yeah. Bryan with him and Rowan, you know, right. as a tag team, you know, taking people out. Daniel Bryan, obviously a great wrestler, obviously great on the mic. Rowan, he's a big guy. He can do stuff. He's not that great on the mic and he's not, you know, the most technical of a wrestler, but he's there. But he and, hits and hard. He, and he, exactly. Yeah. He can impose his will. So I hate to see them broken up. In my opinion, this is going to turn into a three-way match at Clash of Champions. And Daniel Bryan is going to team up with Rowan again. You think so? I think so, man. I Honestly, I can see Daniel Bryan like taking the Iron Claw Chokeslam and be like, this was the way we fooled you. You thought I was going to just – I can take any move because I'm Daniel Bryan. I can, I can live through anything. Hmm. I live through a concussion. I can live through that Chokeslam. And it's not Chokeslam. It's like a head slam. Right. So – Oh, that was yeah, uh, that was that, that was, was SmackDown Live. Smack so I mean, it's interesting to see what's going to happen at Clash of Champions. Yep. You know, next, you know, tomorrow, you know, me and Michael Vergara, maybe you, if you want to join us, because you were talking about that, mm-hmm. uh, are going to talk NXT. Or we're going to talk New Japan yep. Pro Wrestling. Don't touch that. Yep. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling: Road to Destruction, the at least last night and tonight's show. Um, and also, um, you know, whatever happens, you know, me and you'll be back next week or me and Jose will be back next week mm-hmm. for the raw review and then back at it again next week for smack it. Smack it. So, um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's weird to see where SmackDown goes from here. Heel Bailey face Daniel Bryan. I mean, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I like this whole integrity thing, you know, that these characters got going on. And I think that's also a big part of Bailey and why she's, you know, going, I'm not. I'm not a bad guy. I'm because doing this she for my sticks friend. to her friends. Yeah, Man, to a fault. Yep, to a fault. Exactly. And I like. I always love the thing about heels, and this is one of the reason why I loved Daniel Daniel Bryan's heel character, is because every heel is a face to somebody. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And when Daniel Bryan was in Seattle or Washington, he would you know. Everybody else doesn't get it, but you guys get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're cheering him, and he's just all for it. CM Punk, when he uh, wrestled, I know everyone, oh, CM Punk, stop talking about CM Punk. Mm. Um, CM Punk wrestled in Chicago in 2011 for the WWE title against John Cena, one of my favorite matches of all time. Look, look at that crowd. That is a CM Punk heel crowd. You know what I mean? 
He, everyone's cheering for him because he is the hometown hero. And I yeah. think that's great. It's kind of like that actual sport feel to it. It makes you feel like, oh, I'm at the game. I'm cheering for the home team, you know? So I could see that. Yeah. Um, did you watch the CM Punk uh, interview? I watched some of it. No, I it's, didn't. It's really I didn't good. Watch any of it. CM Punk seems I'm like he has kinda, a good grasp on life. I'm kind of, honestly, like, I'm just, I'm over CM Punk. I'm just, yeah. Um, eh. Yeah, well, the interview is really not that much to do about wrestling, so yeah. uh, it's not like he's sitting there like, oh, I am Sam Punk. Because no. like, he's the, super the last chill, dude. I've heard of him or anything, he was just like, you know, it was the whole, when are you coming back? And he was like, I've never gotten any offers. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. That was the last I've ever. Well, he seems to be open to WWE. Uh, he does every time he every time he talks about somebody as a wrestler, he's like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like those guys, like they were like, who do you want to face? Like Will Ospreay. He's like, dude. He goes, I can work with somebody like Will Ospreay, but I can't do that shit. He goes, I'm 40 years old. Yeah, he's really honest about it. You know, we said, and know? he seems like a pretty chill dude. Like he's yeah. had a lot of anger problems, but he's kind of worked through that. Um, he's very right. zen like now. Um, he started talking, he, he did talk about a little bit about the political climate in the country too, mm. saying, you know, a story about how he, when he was in like Minnesota with his wife, someone's like, go back to where you come from. And he's like, oh shit, did I wear cub stuff? Yeah. And his wife's brown, AJ right. Lee. She's, right. she's Hispanic. I think right. she's Puerto Rican. I can't, I don't know for sure, but she's Hispanic. And CM Punk was like, well, what the hell? Like, she's some sort of Southern. She's Hispanic. Well, yeah. I know. Yeah. But. People will get confused by that. Don't worry. It, it works in more your head. South. Trust me, it works in your head, but it doesn't work in everybody else's head. Um, more South than South. Yeah. So then she didn't find it very funny because, you know, she obviously knew she, this was a racial attack against her. Right. And he didn't really register that at first. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So it's a good thing to check out. If you guys want to go watch it, go watch it. Uh, Starcast, uh, CM Punk, best in the world interview. Uh, it was, like I said, it was really good. It's a really good sit down just to watch. And yeah, he, um, like I said, he seems open to the idea of eventually one day coming back. Doesn't seem like it's completely closed out to him. So, yeah. I say we get out of here at that point. Yep. Yeah, you have to go cancel that flight to Tallahassee. I'm not going to refund exactly. you for that ticket. So, you figure that out on your own. Uh, Anyways, guys, uh, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Gabriel Morningstar. And uh, like I said, we'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow with Michael Vergara. And have a wonderful night. And take care. Go buy, bye. Some, go buy some stuff on Teespring. Yeah, bye. That's when the music's supposed to be. Oh, there we go.